I was growing up, um, I was one person who was very observant of what is happening around the environment which I live in. Mm. And I was always fascinated, actually puzzled, to see other areas well developed than the others and better planned than the others. And that came in my mind to try to understand why that is the case. Why do we find other areas more planned, better services, better streets, better buildings, better land use resources has been allocated as compared to others? And, and, and I wanted to know what profession one can do to, to contribute towards the environment, contribute towards land use analysis, contribute towards land use planning. And, and that's what attracted me because I also always wanted to bring changes from that perspective and, and see what will be my contribution and make the environment in which I live in come better. Well, certainly you're, you're the, on the cusp of making a massive uh, contribution. In terms of what you've managed to achieve, and you said, uh, you know, in a way you've sort of broken down a glass ceiling in a way. You know, why is it important uh, for more people to, to be involved in town planning? And what, what sort of prospects do people have? You see, town planning is, is a very interesting uh, profession because uh, it addresses a number of challenges, a number of issues. And especially in South African context, it's become very relevant that we have more town planners from different backgrounds, including women, being playing a significant role. Because, as you know, you will know that during apartheid era, town planning has been used as a tool to divide both black and white in mm. the system. And, and, and that, on its own, is, is something which also calls for the need for people to also use the same town planning to integrate the society and bring people from different cultures, different ways together, using the very same technique which was used. So, in a way, town planning, it's a, it's a very interesting degree, as I already said, and you can, you can look at it from different perspectives. And it's not only about uh, the layout, uh, designing, and all that. It can also be from a policy, policy perspective, coming up with the policy, which are also inclusive and also uh, trying to bring in on board the issue of land use or mixed land use, which people they share away, and also trying to deal with the issue of racial divide that they talk about. So it addresses a lot of issues, including the service delivery, which is also a topical issue in South African content. And, and if you are a town planner, you're also able to integrate or also able to play significant role from that perspective. Depending on which angle you look at it from, obviously I always say that you can be a town who doesn't even understand the politics that's going on in South Africa Absolutely. or in any way for that matter. And of course we've got increasing urbanization and population as growth, uh, growth and uh, it's important to plan everything uh, efficiently. Let's go back to growing up. Uh, I mentioned in my introduction the fact that uh, your parents uh, you know, stood behind you the whole time. I mean Talk to us about the kind of support they gave you because it is very difficult, uh, you know, to make that leap uh, out of, uh, you know, from, from difficult circumstances to where you are now at the top of the tree, so to speak. Yes. Uh, you see, uh, like I said, I'm coming from a very humble be- beginning with my parents, very supportive, and uh, my mom, she's a very playful person. So that spiritual inspiration has always been there. And, and just from way back when I was very young, and I'm just remembering when I was doing my grade 12, uh, actually for the first time in history, my school got 100% passed because wow. we used to, to come together and, and read. And I used to encourage other uh, fellow students who were stud- studying together. 
And for the first time in history, the school got 100%. And up to this day, they never had another 100%, which is a sad story. But uh, yes, so I'm, I'm one person who comes from that environment where my parents, in as much as they might not be academics, but they understand the importance of education. And they make it sure that every time they, they give us the best they could. Mm. With, the, with their limited resources and take us to the best school which they could with their limited resources. And and that plays a significant role because it's not always where you, you you get parents who are supportive, especially when you're writing. I remember when I was writing grade 12, my mom was like, you know, this is the time where you need to really focus. And, and when you come back home, you don't have to do any work, so you just have to focus on your studies. And that to me, it was something, I mean, I, I find it because... Initially, we'll come back, you have to start doing this and that, doing some household chores. But just to find, my mom said that, no, you come back home, you just do your studies and, and what about anything, I will take care of everything. So that to me was was very important given the background mm. and, and the environment in which you grew up, in which household chores become very important for your girl. So, so it must, uh, must be immensely important. satisfying you um, to sort of give them the joy of seeing you succeed. Yes, yes. Yeah, my, my parents were very excited about it and they... They, they were around for graduation, and they're overwhelmed, and they were like, no, you have made it, and, and you always wanted to do this, and you always say you want to do a PhD. And my mom was like, I didn't even know what this PhD you're talking about. But now, if you say it's a doctorate, <laughs> then it makes more sense. <laughs> sure, absolutely. <laughs> when you embarked on this journey, I mean, to, to get a PhD, I mean, you've done a missions, uh, mission of work. <laughs> in, in terms yeah. of putting that together, I mean, was that always your intention to study that far, or did you initially think, well, you know, I'm going to get a basic degree, maybe in honors, and then go out and make millions of money designing towns? Millions of money. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if it was my profession, I could have just done that and yeah. just make lots of money, and, and I don't have to worry about anything. And actually, that's the re- another reason why parents wouldn't have more black women who got PhDs. But for me, um, I've always been puzzled. You see, when you, I was writing my master's degree and my honors degree, always I'm, I'm, I'm writing the references as part of Haile and, and, and all those academics who are not black for that matter. And I started wondering, why is this the case? Why am I always referencing these kind of people? Don't we have academics who are black who are writing about this from South Africa or who are women for that matter? And, and I started looking around and I realized that, no, in actual sense, if they are, they are very few and they are not very visible. And, 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 and I make a decision right there that now it's time to make change. It's time to, to, to bring something on board here. It's time to introduce this. It's time to, to come up open and also encourage people. And I'm one person who believes on, 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 on that you need to do something for people to believe that it's possible. So kind of leading by example kind of thing. So if you're able to do it, you're able to stand up and say, guys, Folks, this this is possible. This we can do it, and it's, it's important. And people perhaps they don't understand the importance of even learning that 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 far to get a PhD because you become more influential in terms of policy making and articulating and 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 become an academic writing and able to take your information out there widely rather than when you are in your corner in your office at the municipality and just designing. And I've tried that, but I just felt that's not where it belongs. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, research is clearly something which gives you a lot of passion. I mean, uh, the role at the Human Sciences Research Council, I'm sure. So now that you've done uh, a PhD, you're not only teaching as well. I mean, there are going to be more research projects and uh, hopefully in the years to come, uh, plenty of people will be making reference to your papers, correct? Yes, actually, I've already started. I've already started writing around. If you Google around, you'll see a number of, of publications that I've put together. And I'm also actually having a contract with Springer, publisher, who 
they're expecting to deliver a manuscript sometimes in September. So yes, obviously when it comes to publication, I'm very passionate about that. Uh, I, I want to also talk to other academics, communicate my findings, communicate what, uh, what I've been doing all my research through uh, academic platform, obviously, which, which is publishing. So yes, uh, uh, HSSS plays a significant role in, in shaping me to be a researcher. But as, as you know, you may know that you can be a, a researcher. If you, you cannot be a full academic if you are not a researcher, because you, you kind of being in an academic environment, you have to be on your toes. Mm-hmm. Keep reading the, liter- the, the recent literature. What's happening out there? What's the, what's the new findings? What's happening? What are the people finding? And and how is it different from the previous studies? And how do you integrate the two? And especially if you're talking to students, and, and I'm focusing on master's students. Those are the ones which are, I teach in my class. So they kind of it's, it's, it's a high degree, and, and you need to have more information to able to influence because they know a lot of things. They've done the groundwork, but at, at, at master's level, then you have to start approaching it at a very high level. In terms in terms of uh, this book you're teaching people, uh, what, what, what's this book about? I mean, what are you focusing on in this particular project? Oh, the book I'm talking about um, is also driven, actually, from, from my doctoral thesis. But um, I also pick another aspect to which uh, uh, it's not really linked, but to a large extent it's also to do with the service delivery and migration in, in South Africa. Mm-hmm. And, and what I'm trying to say is that, in, obviously, we, we, we do have issues where people that are complaining about migrants coming to, to South Africa or to their countries, but there's also an impact from where they're coming from, from a, a, a time planning perspective. Because when they're coming and to South Africa or to any other country, migrants going to other countries, the question you have to ask yourself, do we integrate them in the system? Do we integrate them in our policy? Do we have an IDP for that nature which even talk to that effect? Because what we do as planners, we find that we are more focusing on planning and, and, and but not saying anything about planning for migrants because whether we like it or not, whether we are hate or not, whether they're legal or not, the point is they will come to South Africa, they will go to any other country. So it's better time, it's, it's high time as planners to start integrating them into our society and, and start talking to those issues and, and see how we deal with that. Rather than just say, no, they're illegal, oh, they're not supposed to be here and this and that. But the point is they're coming. And, and they're going to be consuming our resources, they're going to be staying in our space. So let's start thinking about them, start planning for that. While you were doing your PhD, you became pregnant. Uh, you're now the mother of a young, and uh, they're very energetic at that age, children. Uh, you've got your people to teach, your research to do. How do you get uh, the balance? I mean, uh, I was going to say what do you do in your spare time, but I imagine you're probably going to tell me <laughs> there isn't very much of that at the moment. Yes, uh, you're right. You see, I always say that, people always say that behind every successful man, they say, they say woman. But in this time, I would say behind any successful partner, there's a partner who's very supportive. Mm. And, and in this stage, I think my husband plays a significant role. He's been there hands-on, and I mean hands-on, uh, taking care of the kids, dropping them to school, picking them up. And obviously, things like pregnant, I'm the one who's carrying pregnant around and <laughs> comes around <laughs> with the emotional issues and all that. But um, I, I kind of have to, you have to set up your mind. And this is what I always say, that your mindset is very important in what you do. And, and I'm one person, I'm a go-getter. If, if I said this is what I want and, and at this particular time, at this particular period, it, it has to be done. And, 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 and I would have to compromise everything to get what I want. So, and that's what I've done. So I've, I was so focused and, 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 and dedicated and had to, to just uh, be very strong 
and, and including having students like uh, trying to find a formula, a working formula which will work for me and as, as a pregnant mother. So that's very important. And the other thing which I always think is important is, is to mention that uh, you don't have to do PhD if you're not ready. It's, it's a very daunting kind of work. But the moment you engage in it and you choose the topic you like and, and the area you like, you become passionate. It becomes an addict kind of thing. It's something that you, you always wanted to see. What will be the findings? What are the outcomes? So that on its own is enough to motivate you to, to keep going forward. And, and like, you know what? At the end of the day, I just want to do this. And you, I want to finish this. You sound uh, very, very motivated. You say you're a go-getter. You, you've got this book coming out. I mean, in 10 years, I mean, uh, what, what, where would you hope to be? Because I imagine, I mean, the, the world of town planning, I mean, you've obviously focused on uh, developing, developing world issues in, in your research, which is crucial for what we, we are here. But, I mean, would you like to spread your wings and sort of get an insight into, you know, older, uh, older towns and, and sort of developed world uh, town planning? Yeah, actually, I, I, I'm, I'm more, I, f- I see myself contributing at a very high level as, as an adversary and how best we can plan our cities because I don't want to lose my identity of being mm. an academic, which, which I really love a lot and, and passionate about. Uh, so obviously, I, I will be continuing doing the, I'll call it practical way, going out in the field, assisting the, 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 the especially the rural municipalities, which I'm passionate about, give them my advice, give them, I mean, the tools, equip them with tools which I have, which I acquired at, at a PhD level and all that. But I don't, I, 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 I'm beginning to, to realize the, the, even the more need to, to further more into this academic group to become a professor. Because so when you're on that level, you keep motivating other people to also see that, you know, you just don't have to be having a PhD. You can still have your, 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 your you can still become a professor and you do that through publishing. You don't have to learn to be a professor or there's a certain degree you have to do. You have to learn to be a professor. I'm actually already on the path to, to, to that professorship because I've already started publishing around and I've got a number of publications coming. I do a lot of conferences, international, locals. I do a lot of international uh, conferences and, and, yeah. So that's the route in which I'm taking. You're going to be a, a prof pretty soon. Yes, very funny, very funny. I'll be talking to you in the next few years.